I'm Balonius Francine Marconi. Along with Eddie Barella, we do a little show here. And uh, I hope you enjoy it because uh, this is all we have left. You know, you know what I mean? This yes. is really the last bastion of uh, our <laughs> lives. So, uh, and, and if one of us drops dead, I always say this. If I did drop dead tomorrow, not today because I want to con- finish the show, right. I, w- I think I would be satisfied with what we've done. Mood killers yeah, has come and, a long you know, way. If you drop dead, uh, we're done here. If if you're gone, <laughs> I'm not doing this show anymore. I just want everybody to know that. So it, Mood it, Killers isn't a brand that lives on without Marconi. You wouldn't. I would. You. I wouldn't do it without you. It. It, it would be there weird we to replace you with like your clone or something and call or call it be do it by myself and call it Mood Killer. I mean that just doesn't sound right. right you know. There was a lot of controversy when we first started the show because they're like, oh, they're going by mood killers. That way they can swap in and out the hosts. People were saying that everywhere. <laughs> oh, they were? But it, No, that's not That's not true. That's right. not why we did this. Uh, yeah. we, we will kill everyone's mood by uh, dropping dead in yeah. this show just going nowhere, disappearing forever into the ether. That's right. As well it should. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, by the way, if you want to participate in our little program anytime, you can text whatever we're talking about, join in. 833-HI-IT'S-ME. That's 833-444-8763. And on social media, at Mood Killers, especially on Instagram and Facebook. So uh, there's that. Eddie, I'm, uh, I I just had a, I, I don't know what's going on with me. I'm not sleeping right. I've got a lot of things going on and I'm excited, but I'm also like yeah. uh, having weird sleep patterns. And um, Me too. Me too. Is, I, is there something going on like with the lunar cycle or is that what it is? Is Mercury in retrograde? I don't <laughs> I'm not I'm sleeping horribly. I'm sleeping the worst I have in a long time. I, I will in my head and just mathematically speaking, it looks like I'm getting eight hours of sleep, but I wake up feeling I got like I got four hours. I don't know what's going on. I'll get four hours and then I'll do something, you know, that's a little bit of a rest, and then I'll do something and then I'll go, I think I'm gonna take a nap now and then t- take a four or five hour nap. And then get up and then do okay. some more stuff. And I, I don't think that's right for a person to do. And I've also, <laughs> I usually sanction my cats. If they don't they don't stay with me in the, the bedroom. It's, yeah. They're just too kind of uh, zoomies and wild at night. And I've been just leaving my door open. And uh, partly because I don't want them to destroy my Christmas tree. And I worry about that a lot. So, <laughs> and um, so just a lot of things. But then I will, I will uh, lie down and uh, take a little nap. And then I wake up and it's like five hours later. I'm like, okay, guess it's time to start my day again. Here we go. And then so right. I've been eating like salads for breakfast instead of like breakfast foods. <laughs> I usually have a smoothie. Now I'm like eating a salad in the morning. And, uh, and like a smoothie in the afternoon, I feel weird about it, but you know, mm. I'm not, I'm not mm. into this. I've been eating, I buy these pre-made chickpea salads and then I mix it with, uh, some brown rice and, uh, a little bit of feta. And, uh, if I have mm. it, cucumbers, I can't ever seem to keep cucumbers fresh. 
So I yeah, uh, those are tricky. Those are tricky. Because the one day yeah. you'll go in there and the cucumbers just fine and all. Oh, they'll look at them; they're beautiful. And then the next day you grab a hunk of mush and it's disgusting. Uh, yeah, I hate how they get mushy. That's the most yeah. I don't want any of that cucumber. I don't like. You know, the a medieval man actually slept in two different sleeps. Is they that true? A, it's true. Yeah, once Sleep. in the evening and once in the morning. So, so you're turning into a medieval man. <laughs> so that makes sense. I'm I'm going back to yeah. the cave. Eddie, you know, I had a furniture delivery the other day, and it was a little bit hectic because. Uh, so I, this company that I ordered the the couches, I ordered a new couch and a new chair, ginormous couch, ginormous chair. And um, I was really excited about it, but I ordered it like three months ago. So it's all been set up. But just as they confirm, I get an email from a job possibility of, uh, you know, how I wanted to write those Agatha Christie mysteries and bring back Murder, She oh, Wrote. Yeah, it was know. for that job and not the Denny's night manager. That <laughs> yeah. No, but you know okay. how I always talk about how it would be great if they rebooted Murder She Wrote? And uh, there's yes. so many possibilities of uh, bringing back. I, I think Kathy Bates would make a great Jessica Fletcher for some reason. Kathy I don't know Bates. why. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. I, could, I think she could do it. Or, or Jennifer Coolidge, yeah. maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of people that oh, I would pick. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah, she's, so, she's having a moment, isn't yeah, she? Yeah. So. <laughs> So anyway, I, I so th- this guy, the person reaches out and he says, hey, could you meet or, you know, do a video call? And I'm like, absolutely. I'm not passing this opportunity up. But I'm also so thinking. Does the anxiety immediately go up, though? Because anytime somebody wants to talk to me on video, all these things go through my head. Yes. Like, I, I would almost rather talk to somebody in person. And I'm not a people person. But on yeah. video, I feel like I have to impress in a certain way that is more stressful right. to prepare for. Absolutely. And the lighting has to be right. And you have to put on your wigs yeah. and all this stuff. Like you're on TV. Yeah. And But on top of that, I'm thinking, well, this is an interview of a lifetime. This is a possibility that could really right. change my life. And this, uh, the, but I've been waiting three months for my furniture to be delivered. I'm not canceling that. And it could very no. well happen that the window will overlap my interview and these people will need to be let in the building. Now, my building manager uh, recently resigned like the day before. So he normally would let people in like this if I just texted him and said, hey, could you let, th- let these guys in? And uh, I'll be in the middle of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No problem. Uh, but he resigned. And then my neighbors who would normally like grab stuff or maybe feed my cats if I was out, they're out of town. So I've got all these things and I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Like if, the, if I'm in the middle of this and I can't get these people in the, the building, I, I can't tell them to not bring my furniture. I'm going to have to wait another three no. weeks to get it, you know, after Christmas or something. And you can't stop that interview too with the manager from no. Wigman's. You have to be on the call. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's an, and, and I was just having so much anxiety already because I couldn't get my, uh, my card to work for tipping. I wanted to tip cash. And uh, for whatever reason, I went to get my, I haven't used my bank and my bank card, a debit card for over a year. So they deactivated it, but they didn't tell me. So I went to, I think they just assumed obviously that I dropped dead. And (laughs) so there's all this going on and I'm worried that like, they're going to be lugging my furniture, my brand new, beautiful uh, furniture up here uh, and uh, up to my apartment. 
and I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, I don't have any a cash. The so uh, don't murder me, <laughs> you know. And uh, so yeah. so that's going through in my mind. Anyway, so it ended up the interview went okay. The uh, you the, impressed the manager at Winco. He's I, okay with I'm your get, performance. You I'm think? getting a second interview. For for uh, oh, wow. the, the the rewrite of the Agra, uh, reboot of the Agatha Christie mur murder mystery series and uh, a bunch of other stuff and so uh -huh. uh, and then the furniture uh, was like their very last stop so what happened it was my window was two to five and they they just cut it real close it was like four fifty or something like that and they just made it under the wire and the wow. guy ended up taking Venmo. So I was relieved. I could just give him a cash Venmo exchange. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, man. I think everyone has Venmo these days. In fact, that's how I tipped the people who helped me move last yeah. time is through Venmo. And I actually did go to the ATM machine, though. Just in the case. The automatic teller machine machine. Yeah. And I, uh, I took out some money just to, you know, to tip them. Yeah. And as I was getting ready to tip the guy, you know, I was going to give them each I think uh, 60 bucks. There were two of them. Yeah. I, uh, he told me that he accepts tips starting at a hundred dollars. <laughs> so I, I had no choice but to Venmo him a hundred dollars or, you know, possibly be murdered by him later. Eddie social networking seven in 10 people say they relate to strangers online more than their friends in real life. And I kind of, I kind of get this because I don't really relate to a lot of people my age. I never really have because a lot of them are like, oh, it's all over. You know, they've been doing this since I, like I hit 25 and they're like, oh, it's all over. It's downhill from right. here. And they, they got their rocking chair out and they're ready to call it good. And I'm like, I don't feel like that. I never have. I mean, I'm still watching like teen shows. Teen, like um, I watched Wednesday for the second time. <laughs> you know what I you know what I mean, and I'm not I still trying to, to watch that. And I'm not you know. trying to prove to anybody, like, um, uh, look at me. You know how some people have that thing. Well, I watch all these shows. I watch Gossip Girl too. You're you're not weird. You know, I, like you're normal. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not trying to be uh, any kind of level of cool because I know I'm not. But I just have never. I I relate to more more to people um, on social media sometimes. And in the past, I have primarily dated people that I met on social media, not dating apps. So how long are you with uh, that Tom guy from MySpace? <laughs> uh, going on 10, 15 years now? <laughs> hey, I think, yeah. there you go. Beautiful. He's Beautiful. got a lot of free time now that he's not with the MySpace. He got all that money and he just wanted to travel. And so uh, <laughs> we don't see each other a lot. It works out perfect. <laughs> perfect. You know, yeah. th that's interesting that you say that you can, because I saw the same thing you're talking about. And I was thinking, like, I am the opposite. When I read people, people's posts on social media, when I see their videos on Instagram, on TikTok, for the most part, I'm rolling my eyes yeah. and thinking to myself, I never want to associate with this person ever. Is Ever it because like you you kind of liked that, or if you like even know them a little bit, and then you see their social media, you're like, oh my god, what's going on there? Somebody needs yeah, attention, it, it, right? And there are some people I know in real life who have a big following on social media, yeah. and then I go see what they're up to, and I'm like, holy crap, I I'm ashamed to know this person with what they're putting out there. Like, it is weird because there are such people, a following. Because I I. I don't really, I'm not a person that's like, look at me person. I like to post a bunch yeah. of funny videos, like on my Instagram, 
personally and on our Mood Killers page. But I don't post a lot of personal stuff because I just don't, I don't care. Like if, if I see something beautiful, I'll take a picture of it and I'll post that or something. But I'm not like constantly feeling yeah. like I need to put the camera on me. Look at me, me, me. And I think part of that is, is because yes. I've grown up um, through my childhood into adulthood in radio and that fulfilled yeah. that void of whatever people are dealing with that they're getting from Instagram. I get that from my job. So yeah, maybe you're right there. I think maybe you're right. Maybe that's why I'm not into social media these days. Cause you know, I get on the radio every day. I, I talk about random things. I get to write little jokes and just do my thing. And then I'm satisfied. Yeah. And then I don't feel like I need a platform. So maybe that's what it is. And, and I think, you know, that I don't, I don't besmirch any, anybody wants to like get on there and they need a little bit of attention or they like to have creativity and have fun. That's great. But sometimes it's really annoying if it's just constant, like, look at this. And they've got the, the pose, they're posing every minute and they're taking a million selfies. And it's like, look at this, look at this, look at this. But if there's nothing wrong yeah. with like, hey, I dressed up, look at my outfit. That's, I like that stuff. But the you people, like that? you like that. But, All right. but if people are constantly doing it every minute with the selfies, it's a little much. But, uh, but a I moderate, really don't like, are the people who go on social media. There's a woman on TikTok. She'll go on there and she will ruin everything I love in life. <laughs> now she's uh, talking about how candles are toxic oh. and I shouldn't like candles. Oh, wait, you mean that this, woman? That woman that I shared with you of uh, Real Foodology? Yes, she, on <laughs> she ruins literally everything I love in this world. I can't drink juice anymore. I can't have <laughs> acai bowls. You- I can't drink smoothies. <laughs> Are you, are you glad I shared her with you? Yeah. Yeah. Just don't be her. That's my only request. Moodkillersmerch.com, Eddie. You always say treasured keepsakes are filled with it, right? I mean, so many. Uh, yeah. We, what's your favorite? I, I like I like the, the T-shirts. They feel comfortable. The soft T-shirts to your skin. The camping mm-hmm. goblets. I like sending uh, these out. I guess my mom bought some. And... Um, I she I was I was proud. My mom's gonna be wearing Mood Killers gear. Can you believe? That's amazing. I I, I hope somebody asks her about it, and I wonder what the response will be. <laughs> like, you know? Are you what's a Mood Killers? What's what's that? So uh, what's going on with you, lady? Yeah, if my mom. Can Hopefully, do she it. doesn't get in a fight at the grocery store. <laughs> oh over yeah, it. somebody throw throwing hands. My mom. Yeah. Don't, hey, don't touch my mom's hair. She'd spend a lot of time <laughs> on that. Uh, yeah. Also, I, I really love the beanies and the bibs, and the, they make perfect gifts any time of year, no matter what. Uh, you Go to moodkillersmerch.com and support the show if you can. I know that we love these, Marconi. We like to bring these in. Sometimes you bring them in. Sometimes I bring them in. Fresh baked muffins? Cupcakes. Oh. Not talking about muffins. Oh. Talking about questionable life hacks. Oh, yes. Questionable life hacks. These are tips that you can use in life that may be a little bit unethical, but who cares? I like what here's rich what, people do unethical. This time, is what I love. Yeah. Eddie does is he has a bunch of these things. And then, uh, I start flapping my yap jack and going off on tangents. And then uh, we run out of time. And then he's like, well, I've got another thousand of these in a basket over here. They're going to go bad if I don't use them. So, you, yeah. <laughs> so that's what's going on. If you heard this recently, it's just because, uh, Eddie's polite. And he doesn't ever say, cut my mic off or anything. He has the power. He could do it. 
but, right. but he never but, does. You know, He's professional. I, I like that uh, we don't get to all of them because then we can save them for later right. and spread them out. Right. Questionable life hacks. You're rationing it all yeah. out. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Here you go. Here's a questionable life hack. Give your kids a bag of coal each Christmas, and then when they cry, tell them Santa is wrong, and you'll get it all sorted out. And then when the shops open after Christmas, <laughs> go get everything half price, that is and your kids will think you're a legend, and you'll save a whole bunch of money. That is brilliant. You know? Like, there you go. I love that. You know, it's funny, though. Here's what I <laughs> never understand. But yeah. people don't plan enough to where, like, they know that the deals are coming. And I grew up with a mom who was always looking for deals, bargains, anything it could, you know, a, a, a coupon code, whatever yeah. it would be. And she was brilliant at it. And some people just have That's that why, knack. You know, I, I'm a fan of the gift card. Some people talk crap on the gift card, but I'm like, no. First of all, I can use it forever, whatever I want, whenever I want. Plus, yes. the sales are always in January. So, you know, I'll right. just... Go later. I like get twice, that. Uh, twice as many shoes. I'll get, I'll get uh, six pair of shoes. Get this. Now, mm. my little sister yeah. sends me a gift card, a sizable amount of money, like a visa. And, and sizable. I was like, and I was like, what are you doing? You don't need to send this to me. It's so nice of you. It's very generous, very nice. She goes, well, if you were here, I'd take you out to dinner. And it almost made me cry, honestly. I was uh, kind of upset about it because I wanted to go out to dinner with her then, you know. I love my little sister. and She's taking you somewhere fancy then, huh? Yeah. She's sending you a bunch of money. Where is she taking you? I, like, I, I you know, know uh, at Sizzler? least. At least, yeah. Yeah. I wow. mean, What a nice sister that So is. I was, and, and this is the second year in a row she's done this, and I don't know how to react to it. I'm like. What should I be sending her? Like <laughs> this is so where. So do you send her like half the amount in a uh, gift, or like, I usually do you send her a, on that a gift basket of, full, filled with uh, kittens. She loves okay. uh, love just a just like eighteen kittens, and then they that just you, run. Uh, you, eighteen kittens that you've scraped off the the road, or yeah. Well, I've saved them. them. I you know go to the shelter. I bring them home, oh, and then they're, I, they're alive. They're, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> All right, Marconi, we have some questionable life hacks. We love these questionable life hacks. These are tips for our beautiful audience. These maybe not be the most uh, ethical, but they, they, they work. And we actually do a lot of these. We won't admit to which ones we do. Legally, we can't uh, say which ones we love and which ones we endorse. But we can, uh, maybe but we, can, they just, we have to say that we, we don't endorse it, right? Like if we do... Say this is well because I've been saying all along that one's great. Or the, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, oh geez, you have. Oh, I, geez. Our attorney's not going to like that. I, oh, I didn't okay. that. Sorry, you're putting us in murky water over here. <laughs> all right, sorry. Okay, actually, this one is uh, a brilliant one. And speaking of attorneys, if you're initiating a divorce, what you want to do is secretly arrange consultations with all the best divorce attorneys in your area before choosing one and filing. And then once they've all met with you, even briefly. They are considered biased, and they yep. will have to recuse themselves from your repre from representing your spouse. You see so that you can all take the time. All the best lawyers from your spouse. I think there's one. There's there's a couple of episodes of Riverdale where that happens. Yeah, and uh, really, the rich guy goes to all the lawyers in town, and his wife's like, "I can't find a lawyer because they've all seen <laughs> you." <laughs> You've heard of this? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I love that hack. 
Yeah. It's so evil. It's really so you evil. You got to start watching these Gossip Girl shows, Eddie. You'll, you'll see all a lot of this. All right. Well, Activity. you know, uh, there you go. I thought that was a good one. All right. But it's already been covered on Gossip <laughs> no, it Girl. Is, Maybe it, the, I wonder, it is good. I it, like it. Was, was this next one on Gossip Girl? You have to let me know. All right. <laughs> all right. A questionable life hack. If you ever get caught sleeping at your desk at work, say, quote, they told me at the food bank that this would happen. Excuse me. They told me at the blood bank. They told me at the blood bank that this would happen. <laughs> ah. So, in other words, you're, you're making it seem like you just donated a bunch of blood. And why and not? You're sleepy. But how how can yeah, they prove it? One. There's no way to like follow up on that. Like they can't check to make sure. They can't confirm, right? They just have to take your word for it that you've donated blood. There's no record of it anywhere. So uh, you could say like, let me see that arm. Let me see if there's an IV. And what are you gonna do? Thing. You just ha- you could just have a <laughs> you could just have a, like a little patch on your arm and like well. And a, and a cookie sure. crumb on your chin. Because you yeah, had a I think if you're going to do that, just at least put a Band-Aid on your arm, and right. nobody's going to want to look under the Band-Aid. And the little, so a little put, yeah, it's, it's, it's you got to have the little dot of blood, you know, too. Sure. Poke yourself in the arm and then take <laughs> yeah. it Yeah. Eddie, is it rude to leave a New Year's Eve party before midnight? And I can tell you, I don't like New Year's Eve. I don't uh, participate in these parties. I am uh, one of those who prefers to stay home. I've learned that there's nothing good going on as far as I'm concerned in New Year's Eve. I mean, it just doesn't appeal to uh, me. I don't think it's rude. So what I would do is if you wanted to leave before midnight, just say beforehand, be like, hey, I have a couple of parties to go to, but I'll drop into yours. And uh, your next party can be at home in bed. Like they don't. That's right. party th- That's where the real party yeah, is yeah. under my sheets. And Absolutely. I don't mean. I don't mean uh, Todd reactivities. <laughs> yeah, just talking uh, under the sheets. It's time to take a Z's. the closest I get to a dirt nap. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah. but the thing I would do, and this is what I always do in a group, if I if I go somewhere, and and I'm an introvert, so I'm always just kidnapped by extroverts. And just go along with some of their uh, goofy plans. And so I just, do you ever feel pressured then in that case? So if you're surrounded by a bench, bunch of extroverted people and you're an introverted person, do they pressure you into staying places longer than you're comfortable? Or no, do you start to have fun? I just ghost everybody. That's my only... Oh, cause I just, just decide, leave. They're, they're not really that concerned where I am as long as I'm alive. And I always communicate. Like I say, hey... Yeah. I took, I, I text, I te- have a point person and I'll text them. I, I text right. the, the person that's least, the least amount of resistance to me leaving. Sure. And is like cool with it. And then Brilliant. I'm, I'm in a, a lift somewhere. I'm a halfway home by the time I send that message. You know what I mean? It's, yes. It, I, I really feel like that's the way to go. And, and what's the point of a New Year's Eve party? I mean, if you, now listen, I don't know. a gathering with friends at a house. I don't mind, but it's the most dangerous night of the year. Everybody knows that, and it yep. may be different because we have Lyft, but okay. Then, uh, but there's still a bunch of uh, morons out there, and anywhere you yep. go, there's going to be uh, a higher level of morons than normal. And it's if, amateur night too at all the bars. If you've ever yeah. gone out on New Year's Eve, I did once, and I was like, never again, because you have all the people out there. Who never drink, they don't know how to handle their liquor, so they're getting into fights and being stupid, and it's just not appealing to me. I did all. have a fun New Year's Eve once in uh, Portland, 
and, and uh, uh, Dante's Sinferno, and Floater was having a party, and uh, this band Floater, uh, Eddie, I, you, yeah, I love them, they're so great, and there was like a white party situation where you dressed in white, so everybody wore white oh. clothing, and I'd never yeah. done that before. I I just went to Goodwill. And got That's a weird. Of, I don't know if I like that. I like, just got a, like so a, your nipples were showing? <laughs> yes. My translucent <laughs> skin. No, I, I was wearing all white. Yeah. I had white sneakers, white pants, white sweater. Uh, I think I had. A, I even wore a tie. Uh, that's just a, a nightmare for spills, too. Like, oh, if that's you, why, you that's dribble why I, a little bit. That's why I got my outfit from Goodwill. Because I, I didn't care. <laughs> I was just like, this is horrible uh, idea. Just yeah, because it was. I, I figured it would. But the thing was, is nothing happened to it. <laughs> it was fine. Mm. So I was like, hey, All I right. could wear it another day. But but the thing was, I had fun that night, and I could walk home because I lived nearby, right. and so uh, it was it was good. That was that was fun. But I don't like the combination of any kind of driving. Of course, Lyft takes that out of it. But then you sure, gotta get yeah, into a Yeah, don't drive if you're drinking. Yeah. Yeah, and you ever know if has has that driver had a few highballs? You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Just stay home for God's sakes. Eddie, I saw this. This is kind of interesting. The NFL, two former Denver Broncos are gonna donate their brains to medical research when they die. Before they die? Oh, well, after they die. <laughs> like, okay. And I'm like, you know, All here's right. the thing. I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to let people look at the effects of football on their brain over the years. But here's right. what's happening is the NFL doesn't seem to be very interested in uh, shutting down the NFL. So no. <laughs> unless that's the, uh, the yeah. outcome of this, I don't think they're going to, like, what can they do? They've already, I think they've already made the helmets as good as they can. The, uh, all the pads. I, and I don't know. They have all these precautions and all these things and they have people on site and they, Got to get into a blue tent, be uh, X-rayed immediately if something happens, and it's it's all there, so they can study these brains all they want. But what good is that? So yeah, so scientists are going to know the answers. Well, look, I guess it turns out football's horrible on the brain. Uh, yeah, banging your head into a hard object over and over again apparently isn't that good for you. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, science. So uh, look at this brain; it's dented. You know, I want to examine some of these announcers' brains with all the <laughs> stupid crap they say. Sometimes. Can we open up uh, uh, Chris Collinsworth's head? Look in there. That the, guy's I, always smiling. I want to know what he's so happy about. He hasn't been. He, I think he played football, right? I don't even know. Is that what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. And maybe that's why he's always happy. This guy, have you ever noticed that? Chris Collinsworth? He's one of those guys that always has a smile on his face to the point where he has smile creases in his, uh, and I like on the sides of his mouth, the like classic the Joker. slide in when he slides into the shot at the beginning of the, the shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like his move. And he does it with the, yeah. the new guy too. Uh, Chris Tarico. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, by the way, I, that guy, I love, I, I didn't, I, I, I wasn't a, not a non fan of his from the beginning, but he just wasn't Al Michaels, and I was missing Al Michaels every time, like when he would fill in well, before. Anytime I watch TV and there's someone on there, I always think, you're not Al Michaels. <laughs> yeah. So Even if I'm watching Anderson Cooper, I'm like, but you're I'm not starting Al Michaels. To, I'm starting to really like the guy. I think he's good. And uh, but, I yeah. mean, but Al Michaels is still the, the, the king, and so I don't really. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, I, but I thought him and uh, who was the guy you were just talking about, I think I was hitting the head. <laughs> Chris, Chris Chris Collinsworth. 
I think oh Chris Al Collins. Michaels no, it was a Mike. I'm sorry, Mike Tarico. Mike Tarico. Was I thought I Chris Collinsworth too. and Al Michaels were a great team together, and I really think yeah. they made a mistake by not taking him over to Amazon Prime too for Thursday Night Football. Maybe his contract isn't up yet. I don't yeah. know. Maybe we'll uh, put him over there eventually. But uh, since we're we're talking about opening up these NFL players skulls and taking a look at their brains. Like I, I just kind of want to do that with everyone involved with the NFL top to bottom. <laughs> what's going on with uh, Roger Goodell? Oh, want to open it? Uh, let's, let's open it up and poke around and see what's going on. Moon killer.